from Twins tonight. Thank you for listening in. We've actually changed our podcast structure to be putting out episodes every two weeks. So it's good to be back. I'm really glad you're listening. Yeah. And if it's the first time you guys are listening, or if it's been a while, just to remind you guys, I'm Maria. And I'm Liz. We're two twins that are having fun in this quarantine period. And we're sharing all sorts of thoughts, ideas, feelings, etc. into the universe of twins. Right. And it's all about twins. These episodes are interesting and unique and you get to learn a little bit about twins. So we're happy to have you along. Mm -hmm. And because the holidays, we're kind of feeling festive. festive. But honestly, if you guys are listening to this relatively around when we're putting it out, you're likely living in a pandemic. That's where we're living, coronavirus. Hello, Miss Rona. But essentially, what this means for a bunch of folks is that you're not really celebrating like you usually are. You likely aren't inviting extended family. You hopefully aren't going to bars to celebrate. Or parties. Or parties, etc. So essentially... Because of quarantine and COVID, it's been really affecting how we celebrate holidays. But what me and Liz have really thought about is that we really do try to make holidays what we make of it. And we're going to be describing about what we make of holidays in today's episode. Yeah, holidays are fun. I mean, in general, Maria and I are very fun, energetic people. So if we're given a day where we get to celebrate something, we're going to try to celebrate that something. We're going to take it to its fullest extent, and we're going to make it a lot of fun. And yeah, during this time, it's really proven how effective we are in harnessing and putting together the energy that we have individually into one collective expression. It's just fun in general how we've taken Halloween or how we've taken some of the winter holiday traditions and how we've made them at home Mm -hmm. and how we can still make this time fun. And we can add those nuances because we're right now living in the same situation that we've been living since April. We've been living at our parents' house for a while. Oh my gosh, how many months? I don't Right. So how do you tell time? We (laughs) honestly it's becoming impossible. So God bless slash thank you that 2021 is coming up um but i just want to say that living at home can be mundane living in your same apartment or with the same people it could grow to be mundane so yeah we've learned that you can beat the mundane out by being festive and intentional and with today's episode we're going to be describing how we're intentional around holidays and celebrations that are pertinent to covid but also very much in our past pre-COVID days and such. And this definitely relates a lot to us being twins. We're not just talking about like, ooh, how to create a birthday party during COVID. Nope, that's not what we're doing. We're just saying that you could still have great experiences during bad times not bad times, but during, I guess, unforeseen times that impact um, the traditional ways you would celebrate. But this episode is particularly about how Maria and I, as twins, have made light of celebrations and holidays and etc. Regardless of when it is, honestly. Yeah. We'll be talking about all sorts of times, but we definitely will be highlighting how coronavirus has affected some of our celebrations and how we are still festive. Okay, so we're going to break up this episode into three main parts, the first of which is planning. What is it like to plan a holiday in the Twinverse? Yeah, how do we approach holidays and, yeah. and manifest it, essentially? OMG, manifest, I feel like, is the word of 2020. I'm not sure everyone's like, manifest it. Maybe because it's the pre- depressing COVID times and you're like, manifest happiness, manifest a vaccine, manifest a good presidency, etc. manifest, manifest. So I'm going to try not to use manifest. Yes. But when you said planning, I was like, 
manifest holidays and you could totally say that if you want um but again this podcast episode isn't going to be so heavy on covid it's going to be a lot about our past and things that exist between us as twins regarding holidays regardless of the time and the place we are right okay so this second category or part or section thing of the episode was, the thing i was saying is dressing up what do we wear how we wear it how intentional we are about wearing the wearing, the costumes, etc. You'll find out. And the third is gift giving, how we approach this together and how maybe we're judged or how we're expected to give or what is it like to give as twins? Mm -hmm. Yes, it'll make more sense because like, oh, gift giving, it's kind of weird, but it'll definitely make a lot of sense. To delve into the first one, to remind you guys, it's a kind of about how we plan for the holidays, how we approach the holiday season. For the most part, Elizabeth and I are very intentional and we're really excited about the holidays. Liz alluded to that earlier. Yes, um, love the holidays. That we always want to try to make it happen. For the most part, we do this in several ways. One example I kind of want to bring up is with Halloween. Because it's our favorite holiday. And we do love Halloween. I want to say, when I say I love the holidays, I'm not... I feel like the word the holidays refers to winter holidays. I mean, I feel like it does. I think it's just but, but for I want you to know, listening, that that's not what I mean. When I say I love the holidays, I'm talking every holiday. I love Halloween. Yeah, Halloween and, is fun. And, yeah, and Thanksgiving is also pleasant. Oh, Thanksgiving too. is the best. I really feel like fall, winter is good. Whereas the spring and summer, there's just not much. I mean, our birthdays during the spring, and we'll bring up our birthday faux show. Faux show, because that that's a holiday. I feel like the holiday season is typically Thanksgiving to New Year's, and I wish it included Halloween. Like, I think and traditionally we're so it doesn't. close to hit. It's a fitting Halloween. Yeah, seriously. But anyway, so, I mean, our definition of the holiday is year-round baby. Yes, we love the holidays. And we love Halloween. L-O-V-E capitalize love. So much love. Stuff. And what's so Halloween. funny is as far as Halloween goes, Liz and I were planning the you know 31st of October, how that day would go by. I think in August or September. I know we uh, planned in advance. Yeah. Even in the summer, we were like, oh my gosh, it's COVID. There's nothing happening, but what are we still doing? But for me, I always think about the next year's Halloween on November 1st. Because True, I love the like, day. Yeah. And then when it's over, I feel like I missed out on what I could have done. When really, it's always such a fantastic day. So I remember not even planning what we were going to do or what were we going to be, but just planning like what would I would eat, what I would even bake or where I would go shopping. So mm -hmm. yeah, with the coronavirus, it definitely put a damper on Halloween, but we didn't let it. Yeah, we, def saying. we definitely didn't. We love Halloween. Very much. So essentially, yes, we were planning for COVID quarantine Halloween kind of for a while. And for the day of, we were really intentional with our costume. Honestly, it could have been an easy cop-out Halloween co and costume and time. And honestly, however people decide to celebrate Halloween is kind of whatever they want to do. Or There's no judgment, you. whatever you want to do. But for me and Liz, we were like, oh, well, if anything, we have more time to give attention to our costume. There were certain years where I notice Halloween was coming up. And I'm like, crap, I didn't put enough thought into what I'm going to wear. Because honestly, for me and Liz, growing up, we always were huge creatives. We thought well in advance for Halloween costumes, which hopefully we'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring up some old Halloween costumes that were really, really fun. But as far as to keep on the topic of our quarantine Halloween, yes, we had more time to figure out our costumes. So I know, Liz, you were Jack Skellington for Halloween. Because I love him. And you put so much thought into that costume. Yeah. Like, guys, she literally went on Poshmark. Yes, I, I thrifted like a blazer. Well, a, I mean, I'm 
I'm very intentional with where I buy my stuff because I try to be as sustainable as possible. And he wears this striped blazer. And I was like, I'm not going to buy a striped blazer. I won't rewear. So I found one that's in his style that I thrifted online um, to be safe. And then, I mean, yeah, I, I painted my face and crafted up a collar and everything um, because I'm not giving up on him. Yeah, He's like this Jack's costume was awesome. Like I recommend looking on Instagram if you haven't seen it. It was amazing. And let's put a lot of intention and thought on that. And I got to say, Liz, you're always very intentional with your Halloween costumes. But this year yeah. wasn't any less. If anything, it might have even been more. And that shows something. And even with my um, costume this year, I took a while to think about it. I ended up being Cheshire Cat. And honestly, maybe I could have been more creative with it. But I definitely still went all out as much as I could as I would usually. But yes, I guess what I'm trying to say is with this COVID, Halloween, quarantine fun... Prior to the holidays, we, you know, made like notes in Google Docs of kind of what drinks we want to make, what food items we want to do, how we want to infiltrate, not infiltrate, <laughs> how we want to infiltrate the holidays, but more so like how we was like Pinterest or whatever inspiration. But I guess we ended up having a really fun holiday celebration with our best friend Sophia and her sister Anna Lee. And it was really fun. We even uh, gave out candy to some kids because that was fun. And socially distant. Yeah, of course. course socially distant because our neighborhood still did some Halloween stuff. But I guess what I'm trying to say is with our COVID Halloween is that Liz and I going into Halloween, we kind of go in with this joint passion. And we come in with this joint intention of, oh, we really want to make this happen. This is how we're going to make it happen. Typically, it's not going to be one twin spearheading it and doing it. Like, I think it was no. mainly Liz that was like, we should start planning. It's fun. But immediately, I joined the Halloween train. Me and Liz really approach things together. We do. We do. And I feel like a big theme that is going to persist throughout this episode and other podcast episodes is that when one of us is passionate, the other one will become passionate. Or... If one of us is passionate and the other one's passionate, we're going to come together and it's going to be an explosion of passion, interest, etc. towards something. And that's what we have for Halloween. So, I mean, it was great. I think during the quarantine, we, I particularly me and you too, we've been more interested in cooking. And mm -hmm. I just learned I really like baking. It's not easy. And I'm not even that great at it. I would not say well, I'm not incredibly great. efficient. It's funny because we look at prep time. It's like 20 minute prep time. And I'm like, Liz, wow, maybe 15 because we're working together. I think we take 25 or 30. Like, we always take more okay, than I promise. But I want to say it's because we don't have a hand mixer or a mixer. We, Guys, that's tough. We, the, the expression hand mixer, hand mixer is BS. Okay, I'm a hand mixer because I use a fork in my hand. I am a hand mixer. So that's why we take so long to At prep. At this point, we, we absolutely need to invest We don't in beat one. the eggs with the sugar. We, like, vigorously fork the eggs with the sugar. But... The consistency is fine. It's great. It's delicious. Honestly, I have nothing against our tactic. I don't. It turns out good, but not incredibly efficient. Yeah, so that's just, a, that's just an example of baking. But yeah, no, I mean, I really became interested in baking just because I love sugar. And <laughs> that's just where it making ends. people happy. Okay, that's true right now. I it's love easy to give people happy. It's easy to gift sweet treats. Right. So, I mean, during the quarantine with learning how to bake more, we give treats to our neighbors, but also when we have an event like Halloween, we get extra excited about Halloween because we realize how much effort we can put into it to make it the best holiday ever. So mm -hmm. watch out everyone. I'm going to be baking like yes, every more. Like we need to bake more often, not just for holidays because we know. go all out on the holidays. Like we're excited for New Year's to make a tiramisu yeah. and also some other recipes we're definitely going to try out because it's around the holidays when we have like family gathered around a table like excited with anticipation and when i say family i mean like the typical nuclear family we have every day at dinner but it just there's something about a holiday where you're excited 
you can say, oh, guys, I prepared this meal because it's this day. But why? We should normalize just know, we should. making and every day a holiday. We can. Everyone listen to me. So just Google holidays or, or daily holidays because you know those, those random holidays like yeah. World Water Day. So we should pick a holiday every week and she'd be like, to, yeah. Like it's not Saturday. There's no longer any more Saturdays. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, a holiday Sunday. Our Saturdays will be holidays. Sorry, that's a random idea just came that just came to me and I'm like, gonna manifest it. Yeah, and like, I just want an excuse to bake. When I have time, I mean during the school school day, the work day, I get off work and I'm so lazy. Like I don't even know if I want to bring myself to make a quiche this week because I'm so tired of We work. really want to make a quiche. I'm yes. inspired by Andrew, my friend's quiche yeah. inventor. He didn't even send me a picture, but he said the word quiche and I instantly was like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. It's all we can think about. Why we Quiching. need to make a quiche. Liz for Thanksgiving actually made an apple pie. Because mm -hmm. it's true. Liz I think likes making more than me. Yes, Definitely so but I, I like it. But she spent so many hours on a freaking apple pie. It it's not easy it. making a pie, yeah. And you have to put effort and time to it, but it took so long. And we worked together on making the caramel or caramel. Oh, I don't know how to say guys, it. But making caramel is such a doozy. That was such a doozy. And actually, the first time we made, we, we, we the first batch, actually, everything blended so well. We ended up cooking it slightly too long. We it burnt it. So and it was so sad. But anyway, we had so to burnt. toss it, which is sad because it's kind of against the Russian culture to toss anything. So, but we made that executive decision. Yeah. And it was like a whole two pounds of caramel. Yeah. And it tasted like a teeny, I remember putting it at the tip of my tongue and I was like, sweet, bitter. And yeah, then it was just horrible. And then bitter. Frank came over and Frank's like, wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely burnt. And, I'm, and it was so important to have Frank there to like try it because we, in our head, we're like, we took time and effort and money and resources, et cetera. Why remake it? But that's a reality in life. You can't win. But we end up making the caramel sauce, the second caramel, time. whatever sauce, the second time. Oh, and it was... I looked up online, like, top tips to avoid ruining caramel. And one of it said, like, don't burn it. And, <laughs> and, and, and when I looked up, okay, well, how do you not burn caramel? It said, oh, pan. It said heat. So <laughs> what's funny is when we put more effort into making this this caramel sauce, it took us ridiculously long. Like, like yeah. four times longer. Like, like four times longer. It took us an entire hour and it took us 15 when minutes. In reality, I think the recipe said easiest caramel 10 minutes ever. 10 minutes. And we're like, okay, when the both of us are working, maybe eight minutes. No, 40. An hour. It was, was horrible, so but thankfully it tasted, it tasted good. But gosh, it took so long. So I don't know why we went on this rant about our struggles with baking, but gosh, it just, I think at the end of the day, do what you love and try. Right. And I really do believe that holidays are really what you make of it. Certainly. But before we switch off the first topic about planning, I do guys want to share our fun Halloween costumes because it's fun. Yes, we, we shall can't. I mean, that's a great transition to the next topic, which is dressing up. Exactly. Because since we're on the Halloween costume, perfect. Our Halloween train. Trolling. We're on the trolley. Well, we kind of Halloween. Skirted to the orbitable turn to the Thanksgiving route, but we're true. We're, we're, we're back. We're back into the fall. We're, we're skewing over. TBT to fall. But for Halloween, Liz and I have just really fun costumes. One just hallmark. Wait, I want to say. Okay, say your hallmark, but then I also want to know your favorite. Does it happen to be the hallmark? It might be the hallmark. Okay, I have a favorite. It could be the hallmark. I really love it when Liz and I dress up as M and M's. <gasps> yeah. Same. It was so fun because okay, if you if you guys on Pinterest Google like M M&M and M costume, 
you'll see really easy versions. Like, I'm going to be honest. Some people can easily get, like, a perfectly colored green t-shirt or red t-shirt or and whatever chunk. And, 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 and like, Sharpie. Sharpie or, or hot glue, whatever. Put an M. And I think that still requires effort. You still have to go to a store slash go to yeah, a like, no shade. Yeah, no shade. Good and, idea. and definitely thrift what you can. So you can definitely make costumes however you choose to make it. simpler, but maybe. Liz and I worked really hard on our costumes. We bought extra large t-shirts of our respective character. I dressed up as the green, like, woman M&M character. Right. And Liz dressed up as the orange gender, like gender loser. I mean, I, I think know. they're all ambiguous genders, but I think she has like high heels. And I mean, then again, you they never know. Really feminized her. Yeah, but but we basically bought like extra large T-shirts of our colors. And I, I want to interject and say we did this when we were eleven. Yeah, so we all were by ourselves. Like it was all our inspiration, and we tried to get the largest T-shirt possible because we put a hula hoop inside so we ended up buying or maybe we had in our house a hula hoop that was broken because again was, we're, we're, we're sustainable then sustainable now yeah because we our family we, we low-key hoard so like the hula hoops that we break stays in the garage for a while yeah it's a combination of hoarding it. and then also are kind of cheap it, it's and lazy and lazy it's all that kind of stuff so i'm pretty sure it's a broken hula hoop from our garage that we stuck inside the t-shirt then i think our grandma like helped, helped us sew it in the the corners of our t-shirt into the hula hoop so it stayed and then we like got white felt, cut out an M, hot glued it or sewed it on, then invested in like um whatever shoes the character wears in commercials, slash whatever makeup. And Liz's we wanted to make a clear difference between the two of ours. So I like got a pillow and I put it inside my hula hoop that was very secure. So you know, this hula hoop. It made it made her character. So I looked plump. And we were so we were circular, plumped, we represent our characters. It was so much fun and yeah that is my favorite halloween costume because we truly went all out it was several days of planning several days of looking Shopping for the resources or, yeah, looking and for several resources. days putting it together and then when it actually happened it was really really fun and we took some ridiculous pictures that you know when you typically look back at elementary school middle school you like really really cringe and i cringe but for the right reasons because <laughs> yeah we had to look cringy yeah like it had to look kill cringy and good yeah so we put a lot of effort into dressing alike and the same with our halloween costumes growing up like in elementary yeah. school middle school and yeah and sometimes we had ridiculous ideas we made it happen like really quickly once liz and i dressed up as cats and again a cat costume can be quite easy all you need is the ears <laughs> and yeah. maybe dress dress in whatever it's color. a makeup right with the whiskers. and liz and i like did all that but then we also went to like a CVS and bought fake nails, like a fake, acrylic, acrylic glue on nails. Long acrylic nails that you glue on and cut to your shape. Like yeah, so we ended up buying gloves, black gloves, black gloves. We're so black cats. Yeah, we were black cats, and then we super glued glued these ridiculously long acrylic nails on all our our hands. gloved fingernails. Yeah. So not only did we dress up as like cute, you know, like sexy cats. No, no, we no, dressed no. up as like ferocious black cats. <laughs> ferocious. Our nails were so long and aggressive. And I think back to it now, and I don't think I would go to those lengths because, in my opinion, one, I think it's a little wasteful. Like, will I ever wear those gloves again and those <laughs> fake acrylic nails? But two, it was just a little bit over the top. But honestly, guys, Liz and I have are always been over, over the, the top. top. We still are. Always. Yeah. I also want to say that moving on to high school and college, we got, I mean, we were a little bit less with being over the top, but I mean, not really. We still celebrated. And I think it's great that we still kept some of those joint Halloween costumes because when we ran our the halloween 5k senior year mm -hmm. i remember you were cheshire cat and i was mad hatter and we just we like to work together and we like to be creative and sustainable mm -hmm.
Oh, and we also dressed up as Thing 1 and Thing 2, Liz, when we ran that 5K. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it was really fun. And I have to say that, in part, we love to dress alike. Or maybe we dress Not in... Not alike. A, we like to dress in... Um, a theme. A theme. Essentially. Or we compliment each other when we That's dress up. That's the word. And we do that for a lot of reasons. I have to say, something that came to mind for me first which is not like maybe a really good reason. But for me, I think I'm pretty creative, but I think I find Liz the more creative twin. So whenever we work together, when our two minds come together, it's just better. Yeah. And so had I not dressed up, for example, as Cheshire Cat on the 5K, and I dressed up something differently, or Liz did not dress up as the Mad Hatter and I decided, regardless if both our costumes didn't complement each other. I may have not made the cost as exciting. Right. And we wouldn't be as excited about it. I think we get really excited when we feel like we do something together and that we try to execute something really well mm -hmm. if we feel like it's going to be part of something together. Yes. And I think it's really common for people to, you know, put something on or buy something like, oh, what do you think of this? Blah, blah, get comments, etc. And when Liz and I for example, create a Halloween costume. If they do compliment each other, I can easily ask her for feedback or see what she's wearing. See how can I make mine fit hers better, make it cooler, more extreme, etc. I just think that we match a lot of Halloween costumes together just because it, our end results were better both ways. And even before we dress up as thing one and thing two, when we ran a 5K, the year before we were separate costumes, it just and it just wasn't oh, as fun. Yeah. I think I ended up picking something that just was easy. I, and me I looked, too. And I, guys, I ended up running in a onesie which was really tough i saw Very someone do painful. it the year before but when i did it i was just so hot i and your legs were so sore because you were only moving some of them yeah the, 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 oh the crotch, true, the crotch the was ridiculous that's was my so knees <laughs> yeah so you could it was move. horrible so i think the year after i was like you know what liz we need to collaborate because maybe had we collaborated on the and she also wore a onesie maybe we would have both realized Struggled oh together. horrible idea no or struggled <laughs> together and had camaraderie in it or <laughs> Either way, it would have been better. Yeah, either way, I think maybe a mistake would have been avoided. Or I would have laughed it off. But instead, I think I really felt like I was dying. Like, I think Liz was running and, like, a she was, like, Wonder I was, Woman. Like, I've Wonder never Woman. seen the movie. You know, not Wonder Woman. Woman. She was an superhero. She was an ambiguous superhero. Oh, yeah, I was a woman-empowered Like, an empowered superhero. woman superhero. It was kind yes. of randomly put together, but it was more creative. I felt powerful. And I remember, like... Not dry heaving, but I remember dying when we were running up that hill. I felt so bad because I was like, I hate it. I just it. keep going? Yeah, Alyssa. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think it was more so I was like, let's just go on. And you're like, no, I feel bad. And I was like, no, just go. I was dying. Anyway. Okay, but to quickly go back onto Halloween. what I wanted to go back to something I said earlier about how we dress to compliment each other, etc. And I do want to say that this is, this is not the same thing as when we were four years old and our mom dressed up in matching dresses yeah. we did not dress in halloween costumes because we were twins and because we wanted to match right no 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 no, no. we wanted no, no. to dress in complimenting costumes or around the same theme because it just was more fun, fun. it's it way just, more yeah. fun and i think hopefully those of you that are listening you can think back to a halloween where you likely in were part of a group costume or you and your best friend or sibling or parents dress up in some sort of theme you gotta say it's it's fun maybe there's stress involved because it means you gotta coordinate and you gotta put more effort you gotta go shopping with them man that's a lot of effort because liz and i spend so much time together it's just fun it's so much it's fun. a little twin date it's like a twin date and we make this really awesome costume because yes when i reflect on that 5k where we didn't dress alike it was very much like an independent costume and i don't even remember 
when I even picked it out. Whereas I can think of all the other times when we had a group costume, I remember the intention I put in it. Yeah. I remember having so much more fun. And so coming to college, Elizabeth and I had less costumes. Whereas there's the two of us. We would maybe do a costume with our best friend, Sophia. We were the Powerpuff Girls one year. Oh, best that was year. That was such put, a like, fun Halloween costume. I remember we wanted to get like wigs or something. But we just got like, sp- like spray paint, but you could put in your hair. So I got orange and Sophia got yellow so, okay so Sophia's a brunette and there, she wanted to be blonde to be bubbles and I remember we literally sprayed yellow into her yeah and it was very questionable orange. very questionable but it was so much fun hey Sophia love you and then the following year we were um sco- um the part of the Scooby gang what is it called the the the, the, the mystery, mystery gang. gang yes and that was such a fun costume like I really reflect on that and even the following year I ended up doing a costume with my um boyfriend at the time and that was really fun I think at the end of the day I, what I've learned from growing up with Liz and constantly like having matching costumes essentially in our childhood is I found that celebrating the holidays with someone is just so much more fun it is and even like guys let's we're hopping out of Halloween for it for for some time. We're spending a lot of time in Halloween. But even when it comes to, like, the holiday season or even, like, so our family, like, Christmas isn't, like, a really big thing. Our family, we're, we're Russian and, and uh, it's very, the holiday of the New Year, the New Year's Eve, that holiday is actually very big in Russia. Now, that's actually a fact where I looked into it yesterday because I was kind of confused why the New Year's was so big. But, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of reasons I won't go into. But the New Year's is a really big holiday among Russians in our family. We celebrate that holiday more than Christmas. Wait, is it because Russians are, like, more superstitious? Or are they not? It's just, like, it's, I always assume they were, like, maybe a fable with a tale. Like, the, like, how with Christmas, there's, like, old Saint uh-huh. Nick comes, like, Santa. And in Russia, there's their equivalents, Santa and Shneez. Snezinka, what's her name? Like the snowflake girl? Uh huh. That was the Nutcracker's based on? Uh huh. I don't want to oh, embarrass. Was that all during New Year's Eve? I'm pretty sure the Nutcracker's. Guys, wow, I don't want. This is on the air. I don't want to quote myself, but we'll look into it together. I actually, I saw a TikTok on it. I'll have to show you. Oh, where it's a Russian girl explaining New Year's and why it's a big deal and Christmas isn't to Russians. And I was like, oh, relatable. Anyway, it's just funny because things that our family do in, in this house, I always question, is it a Russian thing? Is it a Kirkovsky thing? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and I think the fact that we don't, you know, Christmas isn't really a hoot here. It's because New Year's is. But um, this past few days, we're recording this around the time of the Christmas holiday. You know, we felt a little alone because during the quarantine you're always at home and then during Christmas everything is closed and you're with your family and Marie and I really wanted to make the day just the best it can be so even though our family doesn't really celebrate Christmas we still had everyone dress up in holiday colors and we cooked and we made some delicious desserts and Anna even sent us a cheesecake and we oh, just that was a delicious cheesecake you. really good cheesecake and we just made the holiday the best of it and I honestly think it was because Marie and I both woke up Christmas morning realizing that Christmas Eve was kind of a bust and we didn't do anything and we want to make today more mm-hmm. fun yeah just have fun I mean honestly like I said why not make every day a holiday yeah There's really no reason like, why not, not bake cook why not wear clothes that match you know so anyway th- we're wearing I- holiday leggings right now yeah we are currently matching everyone they're sorry really, you can't see they're really soft they're the softest fleece leggings ever but I brought it up in the dressing up section because I just kind of reflected how yesterday we all kind of dressed up 
you know? And that was really fun. And yeah, like dressing up is a big thing for us. And moving further away, I guess, from those traditional holidays like Christmas, New Year's, Halloween, birthdays. That is awesome. Honestly, I just realized every day should be a holiday because it's someone's birthday. Oh my gosh, that's such a good point. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Someone, if it's not your birthday, pass the happy birthday to your aunt or to your like neighbor neighbor, or your first grade teacher. I I don't know. Right. Your first grade crush. Whoever that is, if you had them, if you remember them, I will never forget. It's someone's birthday and we're celebrating. Yeah. Why not? Every Saturday could be like, today we're celebrating Jennifer Aniston's birthday. I I don't know. The mailman's birthday, which I kind of want to know. I wonder, is my mailman the same person? I, don't I know. always see the same woman. See, we got to meet her. for a letter. Yeah. Like, say right. thank you. We should address a letter and she's like, who is this to? Oh, me. Oh, okay. We should do that. Yeah, we really okay, should. Okay, we're going to do that. But yes, yeah, so birthdays are a fun celebration. And with our birthday, we are of Russian descent. And Russians like to make a big deal out of birthdays. But, sort of. But fun fact... It's really bad luck in the Russian tradition to celebrate early. So a lot of people, like even during our 21st birthday, I felt odd having a dinner the night that we turned 21. No. Oh, right. So the night before, so you celebrate bringing it in 21? Yeah. I just, it felt, it felt more right. did we do that? Oh, no, we didn't. We celebrated the day of our 21st, not the night before. Yeah, which a lot of people do the night before, but it just felt off. It felt wrong. Right. And even, I remember getting invited to birthday parties and our mom would ask her, ask us when the individual's birthday was. And we're like, next week. And she's like, why is she celebrating today? But it's just a superstition. There's just so many things I can think of where our birthday was a Monday and there was a really convenient Saturday where like all our friends were free. And we're just like, why do we go to Chuck E. Cheese this day? Because guys, our birthday is March 22nd. And that was oftentimes during spring break when we were in high school, middle school, et cetera. So a lot of the time, and I mean, even at Georgia Tech, I think there our birthday oftentimes runs around, around a break, which is fun for a lot of reasons. But sometimes that would make us have to celebrate our birthday two weeks later. Why not the day before? Because of Russian tradition. But anyway, so birthdays are fun. You usually get to get you usually get all your family and your family friends together for a nice extended dinner party, basically. And when Maria and I get dressed for those birthday parties, we're very intentional. So I'm really bringing in the twin theme here. So not only did we try to wear matching outfits on Halloween, but for our birthdays, we like to wear complimenting outfits. Mm-hmm. And a huge reason for that ends up stemming to the idea and the twin concept of... The twin concept. Comparison. Oh, that comparison. That The fact that in reality, you know, who has better grades? Who's a better runner? Who's more reliable? And then in this case, if it's our birthday, it'll be like, oh, who's better dressed? Who's better dressed? And and maybe people don't think that, but we would always think that. So I remember we would have to plan our birthday outfits at the same time. For, yeah. I mean, two reasons. One being one didn't want to outshine the other and the other feeling upset. But two, we didn't want to accidentally look too alike. So unless yeah. that's compliment, it's not like we wore both blue dresses blue dresses or the or, same skirt or the same color or even a color scheme it would more so oh are you dressing are you wearing jeans up? or dress yeah like jeans versus dress like blouse versus sweater like yeah kind of thing because i do remember one birthday i wore jeans and a blouse and you wore this very beautiful like free people dress that anna got us mm. and anna got me one in a different color and i strategically didn't wear it because i didn't want people to actually see us as 
looking the same. Right. So I didn't wear it. And I just remember uh, like my grandma or some other, some other person called me out for wearing jeans while Marie was wearing a dress. And I was like, aha, the twin comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. And also definitely that same grandma said, OMG Liz, why are you not wearing the matching dress? Like that's a ruined opportunity. How do you not think of it? I'm like, like, I oh strategically thought of it and it was, avoided it. There was extra thought actually. Yeah. Just kind of rounding out that dressing up topic, Maria and I are very intentional. That's a really big word. We're intentional to compliment each other in terms of fancy situations such as a birthday where we don't want to be confused to each other. We also don't want to be compared to each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, the, the idea from our birthday of dressing in a similar fashion style our look, r- sure. look, whatever. I said it to every single holiday. Like dressing up for our dad's birthday or sister, mom's or even going birthday. out to a bar. Going out to a bar. We we call each other and Maria's like, I'm wearing black jeans and denim jacket. And I'm like, well, shoot, I'm doing the same thing. Well, you better change. <laughs> like we were intentional. Yeah, and we were intentional. So essentially anything involved a little bit extra effort into planning your outfit, whether it's for a big celebration or not, we were very intentional. Right. And so the last topic of our podcast we really want to discuss is all about gifts. Gift, gift giving, giving. Gift receiving, maybe. Yeah, and kind of how we might approach it. And that might not make a whole lot of sense. Like, gosh, what do you mean by that? But we're definitely going to go into it because our twin identity significantly affect right. gifts that we give. And, and if you're a really good friend of ours, you might realize that a lot of times we'll give a joint gift. Because I do want to say, before Elizabeth continues, that an idea that I mentioned earlier in the podcast about how our minds oftentimes come together to think of something. A lot of times I feel like we can have a better end result when we put our minds together yeah. and we make a present happen. Right. Just because We've- I oftentimes am not creative by myself. Like I think I'm pretty creative when we put our minds together. I think I'm more creative. Right. Like I mentioned when we were dressing up for Halloween or for the five K's, a lot of times like having your idea to bounce back off of really helped my idea. So I think with gift giving similar thing happens when we put our minds together there's just a better end result. Yeah, and I agree. And it is a little interesting because gift giving shouldn't be so subjective. I think that's the word I'm trying to use, like to who's giving it. But with us being twins, sometimes, or there could be a comparison. Comparison is kind of the twin word of the life, you know, like you always want to avoid a comparison. Mm -hmm. So when giving gifts, you don't want one gift to outshine another gift. And that's also why we work together because, for example, I embroider and I sew. And oftentimes I'll give gifts to people that's like a hoop or embroidered sweatshirts. And I I know sometimes when particularly giving a gift to someone else, like for example, giving a gift to Anne and Frank, I remember I embroidered a t-shirt that you ended up tie-dyeing because we Mm -hmm. put both our creative energies together because I don't want to embroider something and leave you kind of stranded. What do you do? Oh, because guys, to be honest, I feel like I'm way less inspired or I, uh, what's the word? Maybe it's inspired, but essentially if Liz says, oh, I have a good idea for embroidery. I'm like, oh gosh, what do I do? Even for Christmas time, when I was trying to get a gift for certain people, I struggled. I don't know what it is. I just, I struggle with having independent thought, which is kind of a problem. <laughs> you're I'm totally trying to good at independent thought. I think I'm, I think I'm good at independent thought, but when it comes to gifts, like I said, you and I approach gift giving so much together that when I have to do it alone, I really struggle. So that's yeah. why we're kind of perpetuating what we do together. Because it's just, not only that it's easier, but I think it's better. It is better. Because of that, Marie and I do give a lot of gifts together. And they're very 
unique, I guess. But I do think, and I, I honestly wonder if siblings do the same thing or if mm-hmm. friends gift gifts together. Because sometimes even in my friend group, we'll give one big gift to someone because we we think like that's maybe most we, impactful gift, and we yeah. ultimately give them something they really want because we put all of our minds together. But I do think it's unique, and it's been present within the twinship forever. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, you and I hand make a bunch of our gifts. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we'll put our, like, minds together to make this one big gift. And we definitely try to have equal work on both ends as to, like, who's making this one thing. Like, honestly, with Liz's embroidered and I, like, tie-dyed, honestly, mine took less time. That was for but sure. I think I gave you the needle and I was like, try to fill in this area. And oh, you took true. so long and I, I felt so bad. I did do some stuff because I, I wanted to, guys. Like, I mean, every time... You do stuff. I mean, in a group project, sometimes people want to do less work, but I always want to do as much work as the other person. And I think with us gift giving, if we're going to put both our names on the end result, yeah. I want to feel like it's fair. And and we've done some really cool presents. Even like I, when we had access to the Georgia Tech Invention Studio, which if any of you guys are still at Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech, if you guys are Georgia Tech students, I definitely recommend utilizing the Invention Studio because we made some really cool gifts. Very fragile, essentially. Yeah. We end up um on wood making anna these earrings based off of her favorite band fish and we ended up making like the carving logo, the logo which was so thin which was really thin and hard and honestly that took liz and i a while and we broke it and, and we ended times. up breaking it a couple times i think we ended up making six and we actually had two salvage ones one for each year like and we gave goodness. her like a backup yeah we gave her back as my girl if it breaks and honestly we warned her yeah don't wear it to outdoor concerts honestly don't even wear it to concerts it's <laughs> gonna break but or was, take your risk. You yeah, know? take the risk. It might break, though. And it was such a fun gift, though, to make because Liz and I walked to this wood um store near Tech, and we picked out the perfect wood. Oh, that, yeah. That was so much I remember fun. the guy in the adventure studio was like, you're going to need this particular wood. Here's the name of the store. And Marie and I, like, walked there. In the rain, I In think. the rain. Because they because we didn't want, we didn't have a car, and we just felt like walking, I guess. And I just remember getting to the wood shop, and we took our Tarn time there. Like the man really liked this because we were asking at every wood. It was like almond wood, maple. He was going through cherry wood. What thicknesses, what thinnesses, what can you make? We asked, I mean, Liz and I just love asking questions because we really don't hold back. And we're very curious individuals. And we all we genuinely are, but we also want to make sure these earrings are the best we could. And and looking back now, I wonder if we we should have probably picked heavier wood. Because we when we picked it up, we were like, oh, this is gonna be heavy. But we didn't account for how much we cut carve out. out. The truly was a really light True. earring. So looking back, Anna, maybe we'll re- remake those earrings one day. But also, we don't have the mix studio anymore. So you never know. That was awesome. But yeah. Essentially, Liz and I would try to make awesome presents, or we also worked on making cutting boards for like Christmas presents, and we would etch like, oh, this person's marriage date or this like Christmas. I don't know. We made some cool gifts together because we would collaborate on getting the wood and making the design, going to this place. Like I feel like those were really good activities. Efforts. Right. And I think it's great when you have two people because sometimes you're you're envisioning this whole lot of effort and these whole lot of resources and money. But when you put two people together, you can make something really great happen. I remember one of the coolest gifts we did, which I'm not sure if it's super practical, well, not necessarily mm-hmm. practical, but so that's gift giving. And I do want to touch a little bit about gift receiving because we're twins. In previous episodes, we've brought up sharing quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Sharing that's is a very also big topic. a big word in the twinship yes. other than comparison comparison right. and comparison sharing, sharing they, they are kind hand of go hand, hand, hand. Yeah. yeah honestly i want to say like i'm i'm very grateful 
So I, I, I definitely want to say this is the grain of salt, but I do want to say that experiences of being twins is, is very unique when you get gifts because sometimes people will give us the exact same thing mm -hmm. because we're twins. And I want you to know just out there, if you ever have kids, if you know, <laughs> if you have twins or you know twins or you're, you're, you're friends with twins, your cousins are twins, just know that they are individual people. And they it's don't just a PSA. really appreciate the same gift. And I get that it's tough because if I give Billy socks, I can't give Marvin a book. What if Billy's jealous of Marvin's book? I mean, that's a reality. But also, guys, it means so much to twins when they are valued for their individual identity. Right. Because while I love getting socks, if I saw that my friend got me this thing because they knew that Maria would like this and they gave Liz this thing because they knew Liz would like this, it means tenfold. It does. It's always so nice to see when people do highlight on our differences because even like Frank gave us those bracelets from Aruba and I love that he picked this bracelet out because the inner like stone in of it like was your color. And he was like, I know... Like Maria would like this color and do the same thing for me. So I mean, a lot of times when gifts do match, that's that's totally good and fine. It just the the personal touch is all that it's mainly yes, the word personal touch. And whether it's a completely different gift or it's the same gift with a personal touch. Yeah. That means a lot. So I mean, just a PSA out there. If you will come to know twins or you do know twins, take the extra steps to get to know them. So when you do have to give them gifts, you're you're going off of their interests. You're not going off some ambiguity that they're two people and you have to get them the same gift yeah because again we, we really aren't a unit while this podcast has really highlighted things we love to do together and the situations we approach together a lot of times we approach it just because we're best friends proximity when we put our minds together it's great it's really not just because we're twins i think right. it's because we're just best friends that live under the same house born the same day yeah. same dna yeah i mean our birthday ought to be a heckin holiday because we're it's the two of us yeah. So that is our holiday episode. Thank you so much for listening. We're so happy that we even got to think about some more holidays we could celebrate. Yes. Every freaking Saturday. And as you know, we love holidays. So probably right after this, we're going to think about what next holiday after New Year's we can celebrate in between our mom's birthday because that's also a holiday in January. But we definitely encourage you to be festive and look out how you can celebrate and what you can make of holidays and maybe take what we said and think about how you can apply it to our own lives because we are spunky, funky twins. We are spunky, funky and twins. And we want to make you spunkier and funkier. Right. So let us know if you want to be spunkier, funkier, because we do realize that everyone celebrates holidays differently. And I, I hate the mode of comparison on holidays. I don't mm -hmm. want anyone to be feel bad because they may celebrate a holiday or they may not celebrate a holiday. So basically we're all coming this to say that you could be funky and festive and awesome by just making things your own and manifesting celebration and manifesting festivities. Woo! Festivity is something to celebrate. Exactly. Life is what you make of it. So it is. make it what you want and was, smile. Was that like a little Hannah Montana? Oh, life's what, what you make it so let's make it right let's make, make it, it right, right. Ooh, that's oh, right that's another pro with singing because at first i was well, not singing with the twinship i was like singing the lyrics and i was like i don't think that's the right lyric but then when you said the lyric i was like oh probably the right lyric probably. it's basically like me verifying something on the internet right. not that i can trust liz 100 i can't trust the internet 100 like, percent says two out of two say the same thing so it must be right Anyway, <laughs> said we love you guys. Have a wonderful holiday, and we will see you in two weeks on 